This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Move on now to a conversation with the CFO at African Bank and Banchetti, uh, reflecting on that budget speech and getting the financial services sector as a reaction. And Ban, good evening. Thank you for your time this evening. Oh, Nalatanda, thank you so much for having me on your show as well. Really appreciate it. Fantastic, Anban. I'm just keen to get to your overall sentiments uh, around that budget speech, uh, you know, from a financial services perspective. How has it been received? I think it's really a safe budget that's coming through. Uh, not, if you look at it, there's not really much significant tax increases coming through in the budget speech. If you look at personal tax, stayed the same, although it's key to understand there was no inflationary increase on the tax bracket, so that can have an impact if you are just marginally on the edge of a bracket, so you may move, move move in when your salary increases. There was no increase on VAT. There was no increase on fuel levy, no increase on the road accident fund. While it's usually the sin taxes have gone up, so you can see you're going to be paying more for alcohol and smoking as usual. But I think the big surprise or the big talking point is going to be the utilizing of the gold and foreign exchange reserve of that mm. 500 million reserve that they have, of which 150 will be used to effectively reduce the debt that they would have had to raise had they not used the this uh, exchange, uh, reserve in the coming year. I must ask you about that, and but normally when you have, uh, you know, a windfall of like of the sorts or even like a capital, uh, you know, inflow like we're seeing here with uh, this uh, reserve, it's always best to take it and invest it in something that might uh, contribute to growth later. But of course, we are seeing it here uh, going in the direction of debt. Is this the best use of that 150 billion rand? Yeah, I think I think that, I think it really is if you if you look at it because we're currently sitting with a with a debt to GDP of about seventy five percent. So you really got a high debt. I mean, and I think the way you got to look at it is similar to how you'd run your own personal finances. You really want to keep your debt as low as possible to your to your income. So I think it was a smart thing to do rather than raising more debt would have pushed up the the debt would have pushed up the interest cost. So I think it was a, it was a good move currently to utilize utilize that but i think what we really need to do is get the economy growing i think we, we've seen they've mentioned 1.6 over the next three years but we really got to do more in terms of investing in the country investing in more people going to work investing in turning the economy that's really going to be the driver because that links into when you look at the the biggest revenue coming through from from the fiscus is really taxes which come through from corporate taxes or from individual taxes and for both those you need the economy and you need individuals to be buying and selling that's really how the economy grows well that's something that did stand out for me and ban for instance uh, you know not in the states of the nation address or in today's budget was the mention of smmes and i think uh, that does tell us a little bit about our ability to increase the number of enterprises that we have out there increasing that tax base but also getting people into jobs Absolutely. I think the one part is where I think we could have done more on the budget speed is to have something like an SME allowance or something like an SME initiative to grow. I think we, we've, we've seen that we've seen the corporate taxes come down. And a big part of corporate taxes come down is exactly what the minister mentioned. The challenges are on electricity. The challenges are on logistics. And, and quite simply, if you are a trader, you simply cannot trade if you've got no electricity, so you're not doing sales. 
You simply cannot trade if you can't get your goods from the port or the trains into your shop stall. So you're dropping your revenue. And then the consumer's under pressure. So I think if we really need to boost the SME businesses so you can get additional income coming into the fiscus as well. And I think even from an African bank perspective, we're growing in our business banking unit, especially for driving that SME business, which can really, in effect, drive the economy and drive the fiscus. I must also ask you about, uh, you know, what we uh, saw being mentioned here about state-owned enterprises. And you've, you've touched on it, uh, Anban, but what stood out for me here is the very little mention of anything like the post office or denial. We know all of these are all in some sort of a life support at this point. Uh, yeah. Of course, um, nothing additionally uh, sent through to Transnet. Uh, and that tells me that we are... We are sticking to our guns here. We are being disciplined. And I'm wondering if that's something worth welcoming at this point, uh, with many might saying that uh, governments need to spend their way into growth. I, I, I think that can be said, but I think given the, the debt at 75% of GDP, you really got to be prudent in terms of how much you're going to be investing. Because if you throw all the guns at it and you get that 75, which is already quite high, and you get that into the 80s, then you, you, you're really going to be quite constrained, especially if the revenue does not come through. And the one way you're going to aim to get your revenue would potentially be through increasing personal taxes, which immediately is quite a negative strain on the current economy of individuals. Or you're going to seek to increase corporate tax or VAT, which anyway still ends up coming to put the consumer under pressure as well. So I think from what what they've positioned, it's been a really wise positioning in terms of where the economy is, where the individual household is. So I think from that perspective, it's really been prudent on what they want to put their spending on currently. Well, Anman, it's all we have time for today. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much for unpacking this one for us. No, thank you so much, Natan Vadmin, on your show. Really appreciate it. Thank you so Thanks much. And please do come back. That was Anvan Chetty, his CFO at African Bank, speaking to us about that budget from the financial services industry. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.